Alright, welcome to episode 6 of our Life of Bite podcast, and this episode we'll be going over chapters 90 through 94, so hope you enjoy, and here is a summary from Angela. Hey guys, it's Angela Hagerman, and I am doing a summary on chapters 90 through 94, and what happens first is that Pi loses his vision and cannot stand up straight or walk. He thinks he he thinks he's losing his mind and talks to Richard Parker and then he gets his vision back. He finds a dead body after his vision returns. He uses dead flesh to fish. He stumbles upon and then he stumbles upon an island made out of plant mass. Richard Parker leaves the boat with Pie and they come back to the boat to sleep. Pi loses all hope because he ran out of resources and decides to turn to God for help. The lifeboat washes ashore in Mexico. As soon as that happens, Richard Parker runs off into the rainforest, never to be seen again. Alright, so right at the right off the bat, at the start of these chapters, uh, Pi and Richard Parker kind of like start to lose their sight because uh, Richard Parker had been like scratching at his eyes for a while and Pi has slowly just been losing his sight and he becomes like completely blind for a while where he can't even see and he starts hearing a voice and at first he just thinks it's Richard Parker or like that he's like hallucinating or imagining it but he later finds out that like or he later kind of realizes that it's like an actual person with him and uh, that person had said that they had eaten people, two people, a man and a woman. And then he tries to get onto the boat and talks to Pi about food. And Pi started to get a feeling that he was going to be eaten right until Richard Parker killed the guy on the boat and saved Pi's life, really. Also, with that. Uh, the body of the man, uh, Pi was able to, well, Richard Parker ate off of it, and Pi was able to use the, the man's body parts as bait to catch fish and all that, and he even ate a little bit himself, a little bit of the man, which I thought, thought that was pretty weird. So yeah, I thought it was like really weird how he just decided like to eat the person. Like, I don't think I would, because I kind of like, being a person I don't know that would be that'd be a tough decision like I don't don't know if I could do it honestly yeah it's a tough decision between survival or dying of starvation and I don't know which would be worse having to put up with eating a person one time or starving to death it's not like it was like the whole person but still like eating eating like a part of a person that's just like I don't know. Honestly, I would have to be in that situation. I don't know how I would make that decision unless I was in that situation. I don't know how I would react either. And eventually, they uh, Pi and Richard Parker, they come up on like this big island. And at first, Pi wasn't like strong enough to like go onto it, but Richard Parker was going onto it every day, probably eating and all that. And one day, Pi gained the strength to go onto the island and he actually started sleeping there a couple nights but 
there was something weird about the island that he didn't notice. It was like, apparently the island at night, like, eats things in a way. Because Pine noticed one night there was like a pool full of, or a... Dead fish. Yeah, full of dead fish. And he noticed a human's tooth in one of the trees. So he found out that the island somehow creates like an acid to eat people on the island. And... He immediately like got off once he noticed that. He was, uh, the way that he didn't get eaten was he was hiding up in the trees without even knowing that he was hiding away from the acid. He was just sleeping with, what were they? Fairy? I think they were meerkats. Meerkats I think and... He just wanted to like, he found like a comfortable place to sleep on the island because he thought it was like beautiful or whatever and the meerkats like followed him up there and he didn't know why but he kind of figured it out once he dropped one of the meerkats on the ground during the night and they immediately came back up the tree trying to avoid like getting eaten. So right now we're going to be joined by the best English teacher Miss Houston. So in chapters 90 through 94 Pi reaches his lowest point in the book and he decides to turn to God. Do you think that you would have done the same? Nothing like putting the teacher on the spot, talking about her religious uh, views. Um, I think that at this point, he really has no choice. Um, his body is failing him, his mind is failing him. Um, it's hard to tell at this point what is reality and what is an um, illusion or, um, you know, just his mind playing tricks on him. And so uh, if he has any hope of survival, I think that like most of us would in a traumatic situation, we call on God, right? It's, um, you know, some of us, it's our last resort. It shouldn't be, but for many of us it is. And I think at this point he's he's at his, yeah, and so he really has no choice. I mean, for me, I think it would be kind of hard to turn to God after everything I've been through, just like how much I've been through and all that, like all the suffering and just being alone out there to survive on my own. I would Feeling feel like you've been abandoned by yeah, God? I would. I think I would feel like abandoned by, by him in a way and like, Kind of have no belief at that point. But wouldn't you have like, like nothing left? Like that would be your only thing that you had left to hold on to. You know? so. I'm just saying, me personally, I would just struggle in believing if I've been through that much already. Yeah, I would have lost all hope already. If I was in Pi's situation, I probably would have turned to God a little sooner because being a man of three religions, it's kind of surprising that well, turning to God is your last. I mean, he had been praying every single day. So it's not like he just turned to God as the only thing that he has left versus like before he still kind of had some hope and he had his body, but now he only has God to help him survive. So. And I think that at this point, it's 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 kind of like a, a plea, you know, like a begging, yeah. you know, God, please, if, if if there's anything left for me, you know, make it happen right now, you know, yeah. because he's he, I mean, he's emaciated and 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 sick and 
and practically burnt to a crisp and and you know he he's he's there yeah i mean you could be praying and praying and he god allowed him to survive for 277 days yeah right and now it's like god if you if, if there's any if there's any hope please you know make it happen now because i really don't think i have very much more time right don't you i I kind of that's how i kind of feel at the end i don't feel like that he's never talked to god the whole time i feel like at the end it's kind of like that's all he has left it's all he has left and it's like i'm begging you you know i'm in my last breath please you know do something for me because I don't think I have anything. I don't even. I don't think I have the will to live anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, he wrote his last diary entry, yeah. the chapter before ninety, and so he's, you know, he's at that at that very last. Yeah, he's like completely out of like every resource, no more energy and anything, and that's the only thing he can hope for at this point. And he can barely walk or like yeah. even stand up. And then like when he couldn't see, he was relying that nothing would happen to him so he was in a state of mind that anything could have happened and he wouldn't have known it all right so in uh, chapter 94 um basically they they get to mexico to the shore on the beach on mexico and uh richard parker actually uh he follows him he follows him around a little bit and then he actually bolts off into the jungle and he never comes back like to Pi, and that made Pi really, really upset. He didn't. He spent all this time with Richard Parker, and he he's been through all these experiences with him, and he really didn't get to say a proper goodbye, and uh, he was really, really upset about that. Yeah, he almost kind of like felt offended in a way, but also like he has a lot of love for Richard Parker because that's obviously. Richard Parker kept him alive. Without yeah. Richard Parker, he wouldn't have survived, like we've mentioned a bunch of times before. But just without ha- getting like a proper goodbye, that Richard Parker didn't even look back. He just kept going to kind of like, get away from everything. Which and Pi just like he wanted to get a proper goodbye and like say goodbye to the thing that saved his life, pretty much. And Pi made such a big connection with Richard Parker that I. In my mind, I think Pi felt that Richard Parker was pretty much family in a sense because he's been raised with these animals for all of his life. And, yeah, yeah that's I, he's been with Richard Parker his whole life and like they established like a great connection on the boat and just like they both saved each other's lives and that's a special connection that not many people can really have. You know? Yeah, I thought I thought it was actually really surprising how Richard Parker um, left. Bless you, Miss Houston. How uh, Richard uh, Parker actually left Pi, which that that just really surprised me because Richard Parker, you could obviously see he really cared about Pi, and he he actually defended him against that guy, and uh, he, that really showed that he cared about him. And I I wouldn't think that he would leave him, but. That's what happens. I mean, you would think, like, especially because he wasn't a wild animal. He was a zoo animal. So I would have... He was trained and all that. He's not, like, a wild animal. Because if it was a wild animal, I would understand. They want to go back to, like, their natural habitat. And that kind of looked like it in a way. But 
Richard, pa- or Richard Parker was like kind of tamed. He was like used to being around humans, and I would have thought that he would have stayed with Pi instead of just bolted off because that wildness we haven't really seen out of him. Well, he's still a tiger. Like he's still yeah, a wild exactly. animal. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of like the wild part of him, like yeah. coming the out. Natural. In a way. That, that's the natural part too. coming out. Yeah, exactly. I feel that. Um, I feel that um, Richard Parker and Pi were on that boat for a while, and Richard Parker was just getting used to being fed at the zoo. And over the time that they were on the boat, Richard Parker kind of got that natural instinct where he could fight for himself, that he didn't need humans to feed him. And That's true. Like the... Just like when he killed the hyena, yeah, yeah he just like the, just for yeah, and he also uh, just like the way he caught all the fish, like the alive fish and all that, he just ate out them out of the air, air. Yeah. like yeah. his wild part kind of came out because the life that he was used to in the zoo was just that wasn't there anymore, and he had to adapt in some way, and so he kind of became like more wild, more natural, and all that. So this is the end to our last episode of our Life of Pi Part 2 podcast. And we'd all just like to say a big thank you to Miss Houston for hopping on and having a good discussion with us. And just thank you for listening. And we hope you enjoyed. And this is Damon Ayala signing off.